Drum roll, please. From WNYC, you are listening to the Radio Rookies Podcast. A show that puts listeners in the shoes of teenagers. Our lives. Our communities. Our world. Radio Rookies help me learn that the power of the mic. That the power of the mic is a beautiful thing. I'm Andrew Mambo, a producer here at WNYC's Radio Rookies. Being close to someone who is in an abusive relationship can be confusing and scary especially when you're a teenager. A 2005 survey by Teenage Research Unlimited found that one in three teens say they know someone who's been physically abused by their partner. Rookie reporter Mari Santos tells her story of struggling to even talk with her sister about a relationship that isolated her from the family. My senior year of high school was full of drama. Failing classes, college applications due, friendships ending... And when I needed her most, my older sister Allison was caught up in a relationship. To an automatic voice message. I blow up her phone and she almost never picks up. Please record your message. When you have finished recording, she always goes out with the same type of guys. Possessive, self-censored, controlling. And this time is no better. She kind of cut everyone off. One day, I got a call from our mom. She said Allison and her boyfriend got in an argument on the street, and a lady saw him dragging Allison by her hair. The lady wanted to call the police, but my sister said no. That first incident had me wondering if it could be abuse. But then I thought, well, I didn't see any marks. To me, that's just what a relationship was. Crying, arguing, and breaking up every couple weeks. Then I joined rap. Relationship Abuse Prevention Program. I learned there are different types of abuse, not just physical. Why do you think the rest of the women don't report their abuse? Yeah, she had to. Why? I started running workshops for students at my school. Or probably, like, if they do say something, then they probably lose their family. As I learned more, I stopped feeling so frustrated with Allison and started to worry instead. Like the time he broke her phone or when he started telling her who she can and can't hang out with. I wanted to say something to her, but when we talk, we only joke around about things like our dog Coco. How broken Coco? It's not like Coco dying. <laughs> it's not crazy. Yeah, somebody's going to call ASPCA on you. <laughs> Erica Miller is the only person I can have a serious conversation with. She coordinates rap. Is it normal for families to avoid talk about a family member who's in an abusive relationship? I don't know if I would use the word normal, but it's like abuse can be a taboo topic. It's something people don't really want to talk about a lot. These legacies of secrecy actually help abuse fester when you're not able to talk about something and seek support. I know exactly what she means. I'm used to not talking. But eventually, I started saying to Allison, I don't know why you're with him. You can do better. But she just ignores me or changes the subject. I'm scared he'll put his hands on her again. Or worse, that she'll stay with him. My friend Alba went through something similar with her older sister. How does a family help the one in the abusive relationship? Well, see, 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 see. Me trying to help never worked, so I wouldn't know. Mr. you want to say something? When you see your family being in an abusive relationship, you don't know what to do except for tell them to walk away. But it's not as easy as walking away. Astraya was with her ex for two years. Like, you telling them they're stupid or they're ignorant doesn't help them. It just puts them down on top of what that person is making them go through. 
Well, did I affect you before? I mean, I barely ever said anything. I just kept repeating telling you that you had to leave Chris. Again. I don't know how many times I have to repeat this. I don't know how many times. What do you expect me to do? What do you expect me to say when I was at that age besides leave him? I didn't expect you to say anything. It didn't have to do with you. It's unfair to think it didn't affect Alba. Of course she's going to be scared. I get it. But the fact is, they're both talking over each other. I want to talk to Allison, but I'm afraid of getting into it with her. Then, a few months ago, my sister broke up with her boyfriend. When I found out, I thought to myself, I've seen this before. I'm not going to get my hopes up. I was surprised when she agreed to talk to me about it. I'm thinking I'll be emotional, maybe even some crying. I don't really know how to start the conversation, so I just jump in. Have you ever been in an unhealthy relationship? No. No? Que loca. Have you ever been in an unhealthy relationship? Not really. Not really? Let me try this again. Have you ever been in an unhealthy relationship? Uh, um, kind of. I know I asked the question three times, but I was still shocked when she said that because I never heard her admit it before. Why did you stay in the relationship? Because it's hard to leave somebody when you care about them so much. But if he was hurting you, why did you still stay? Because it takes time to just get up and leave somebody that you care about. I learned in rap that you can't tell people what to do when they're in an abusive relationship. They're already being told what to do. But when you see someone you love going back to an abuser, it's hard not to tell them to leave. Do you feel like your family was involved? Me or anybody else? Mommy? Somewhat. Like, trying to tell me things. That I should leave him. I'm worth better. I don't deserve it. And things like that. Did you find it helpful? Somewhat. What does somewhat mean? It didn't change my feelings. How do you think it affected us? I don't know. You just thought that I didn't want to listen to you or something. How do you separate your personal relationship with your romantic relationship? How do I separate them? They get different quality time. Separate quality time. Where was my quality time at? <laughs> so why we don't take a day off and go to Starbucks and talk about our life? Um, you got Starbucks money? <laughs> <laughs> no, I got McDonald's money. <laughs> we never did meet up for coffee. But I was on the bus with her a few weeks later, and she was on the phone. I asked who she's talking to, and she smirked. I looked at the phone and saw his name. I said, Really? Then I hit end call on her phone, because it was my prom day, and we needed to talk about my hair and nails. Even though I haven't heard his name since then, I should have said something to her that day. Like, you know I'm here if you want to talk. It can be hard to give all your support without judging, especially when you feel it just won't make a difference. For WNYC, I'm rookie reporter, Mari Santos. All right, you ready? 
Radio Rookies is supported by the Axe, right? The Axe Houghton Foundation. The Bay and Paul Foundations. The Fred L. Emerson Foundation. The Hive Digital Media Learning Fund and the New York Community Trust. The National Endowment for the Arts. Margaret Newbart Foundation. Newman's... Newman's Own Foundation, the New York City Department of Cultural Affairs, the New York State Council on the Arts, on the Arts of the Arts, the Pinkerton Foundation, the Smart Family Foundation, the W. Clement and Jesse V. Stone Foundation, and Time Warner Cable. Radio Rookies is produced by Courtney Stein, Cara Picken, Andrew Mambo, Sanda Tai, and Maureen, Ma- wait, Marianne, right? And Marianne McCune. Our mix engineers are Paul Schneider, Wayne Schulmeister, Casey Means, and Mike Jones. Radio Rookie's theme music was produced by... Wait, what theme music? <laughs> what, what theme music does Radio Rookies have? I don't know. <laughs> they were just trying to give somebody a shout out. <laughs>